0: Good afternoon, or perhaps good evening, or perhaps even good morning, ladies and gentlemen, or whatever it is you prefer to identify as. This is, as you may have guessed, Jack, and this is, once again, Jack Rant. For those of you who listened to the first episode and decided, I want more, I can only assume that you were entertained by the first episode. Or perhaps you're one of those deranged individuals that loves listening to things that anger them, or perhaps even disturb them. Or perhaps, in general, just like I, you are disturbed in the noggin. Whatever that reason that you have decided to return, welcome. I genuinely don't care, but welcome anyway. I did get a few positive responses from the past podcast, and I figured, okay, let's... Let's go again, see how we can do. Just a quick reminder for those of you who are forgotten, because I know that we all have our busy lives, and some of you have the memory of a goldfish, you know, the age old... Oh look, there's a castle! Five seconds later... Oh look, there's a castle! Oh my god, there's a castle! So let's just give a quick reminder for those individuals. This is Jack's Rant, where I, Jack, am going to rant about things that anger me, things that disturb me, things that I see in the world, and I say, Why do you even exist? Some of the things I rant about, some of you will hold dear. Some of you will say, Oh, but I love that. How dare you say that shouldn't exist? Well, I'm expressing my opinion. If you don't like my opinion, Just don't listen. Just turn it off. Just move on with your life, as I tend to do many a time. Don't be the individual who feels the need to cry. Don't be the individual who feels the need to send an angry message my way. Don't be the individual who is now just going to stew for days because someone somewhere said something that does not correlate with your beliefs. If that's really how you choose to live your life, seek help. Seek immediate help for the love of all that is held sacred in this world. And of course, we're going to do our usual where we will do our best to avoid anything political or anything that is a touchy subject because there are grown adults with the emotions of infants out there who just... Do not ever want to hear something that is polar opposite or even remotely dissimilar to their thought process. Yeah, they exist. You've met them. You do not like them, I assume, unless you absolutely love them, which probably means you are one of them, which means I don't like you. I don't like pretty much anyone in general, but you in particular, I don't like. But I'm moving on with my life. Let us journey back to the oh-so-delicious formula I have cultivated, which I will call the Jack Rant Sandwich. We'll start off with something light, a delicious piece of wheat bread. Yes, wheat bread is delicious. It is good for you. Try it sometime. Then we'll throw in the larger portion, the delicious meat, the spinach, the onions. Oh, oh, I do love some good onions. Yes, I do. And then we will finally finish off with another delicious slice of wheat bread. You can pick a different kind of bread if you want. I'm going with wheat. I I genuinely do not care. Let's get started. Now, I know that this subject is difficult for some of you because Just the mere thought of what I'm about to describe will fill you with rage or even disgust. It may even have some of you say to yourselves, this exists. Please don't let these individuals repopulate. But we must persevere. I, of course, speak of the Man Bun. Improperly named, as always. The Man Bun from what I understand anyway, originated in China, around some around 200 BC, somewhere around that area. It was mainly meant for soldiers, it was more on the top of their heads, and it was just more dignified. It was something that said, respect me. Somewhere along the way, it was replaced by another dynasty that came along that said, we will do this different hairstyle. Apparently, that's the thing. Each hairstyle over... And China at that point was identified by hairstyle. Wonderful country. Interesting customs. All right, then. And then somewhere along the way, of course, the ladies started doing buns in their hair. It was lovely. It was dignified. It was something that a man would see and he would say, my goodness, what a lovely, intelligent young woman. I, I really just want her to take the pins or the scrunchie out of that bun and just let her hair flow in the wind. Let it be so graceful and beautiful. But somewhere along the way, Man said, I have stolen many things in my time. I'm going to steal this too. And thus, the improperly named Man Bun was born. Similar to the adult onesie, putting a word in front of it does not entirely change it. You can call it a man bun. It does not look manly, especially if you're one of those... I won't use the word, but if you're one of those individuals who likes to wear sunglasses while you wear them, these man buns... Sometimes you'll even have yourself a scruffy beer that you claim, Oh, I don't maintain this at all, even though I spend three hours every single morning gelling this. Okay, you know what? I'm going to say it. You are... That's all you are, okay? You are absolute... Bags. There, I said Douchebags. Okay, okay, that felt good. That felt good. Okay, we're not going to censor that word anymore. You can you can put that away. We're saying it. You're douchebags. Some of you are hipsters. Many of you are douchebags. It just disturbs me to no end that you think this makes you look more evolved, or perhaps you think it will trick people into thinking that you care about causes that you really just don't care about. You put on this man bun and you think, oh, they will see my sensitive side and they will know I care about the children in XYZ country, and I care about the animals over in ABC County. But we know the truth. You cannot actually play that guitar. You know about three chords. That is all you know. You think you can trick the rest of us into thinking you know the entire way of playing the guitar when in fact you will practice one song until it seems perfect, but you can't do anything else. That is who you are. What you need to do is do what men have been doing for centuries. Cut the hair short. If your hair needs to be put into a bun in order to prevent it from reaching your lower back, get a haircut. Just get a haircut like a normal male, please. It's disturbing. I, I, in fact, I just had a very disturbing thought. If I ever see a grown man in, a, in any sort of adult onesie, with a man bun. God help us if he has sunglasses, I don't care where we are. I don't care if it's in the park. I don't care if it's in the local shopping mall district. I don't care if it's running from a police station. Things will go down. Things will go down. I will be labeled the lunatic who attacked a man for no reason because they won't understand. I will tell them he was a grown man in an adult onesie, with a man bun. They won't understand, but I will. And that's all that matters. Moving on with my life, in short, man buns. They're just buns. They are not manly. They are not progressive. They are not dignified. They are not alluring in any sort of way. They are disturbing. Get a haircut, you hippie hipster. I don't know if a hippie and a hipster are the same thing. I'm pretty sure they're two different things, but we're calling them a hippie hipster. And douchebags. I like saying that. It's fun to say, isn't it? Isn't it fun just to say a word that you don't often hear in conversation? I don't know. I haven't heard that particular word in a very long time. But moving on. Let's move on to my favorite part of the rant sandwich. The delicious filling, shall we? I have a feeling that this next portion is something that we can all agree on. There is a disgusting, vile, unspeakably terrible type of human being in this world who says to themselves, I don't want to do an honest day's work for a living. I don't want to... Develop a skill that can actually benefit humanity. I don't want to help people. I want to. You guessed it, ladies and gentlemen. I want to scam them. Scammers. You are filth. You are absolute filth is what you are, scammers. And I don't mean the ever so small scams that we know are scams that we buy into anyway, such as... The time I went to Walmart with a good friend of mine who, while in the men's lavatory, met a gentleman who said, if you buy this holographic portrait for $5, it will go to starving children. We, of course, looked at this individual and the normal people said no. But one of them decided to say yes. We looked at him as like, you do realize that grown man is not going to give a cent to any sort of charity, right? Well, well, yes, but but look at how nice this is. That's worth 50 cents at most, sir. At most. But, But these are just the delightful little scams. The delightful little things that we say we know they exist, but who are they really harming? Am I right? Who are they really harming? No, the scammers I speak of are the unpleasant ones who want to cheat you out of every hard-earned dollar you have. They won't be satisfied with taking $5 or $10, even $100. They will want everything, not even just your money, but your very existence and name is something they will want. Now, at least in my life, I've noticed an odd evolution of these sort of things. I remember when I was young, and you would get these emails saying, I am a so-and-so prince of so-and-so. I would very much like to send you $10 million. And you would say to yourself, my goodness, my goodness, $10 million, imagine what I could do with that. Thank you, prince. And you'd say, well, hold, hold on there. There is a bit of a catch. There is... A wire transfer fee or some sort of postage fee. It's only $1,000. If you could send me that $1,000, I will send you $10 million. Sounds like an amazing deal, right? I I don't know about you, but I've never heard of any sort of wire transfer fee or postage fee that was $1,000. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I just haven't mailed anything in a crate recently. Even then, I imagine even a crate isn't that expensive. Maybe one of those gigantic metal crates that you need an entire shipping barge to ship. But a wooden crate? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't ship crates, despite what some may say about me. But that's uh, neither here nor there. I have a fun little little scam story for you. And the best part is, it shows just how much I absolutely... Respect my grandfather. So a gentleman calls up my grandfather, and according to my grandfather, he was actually able to mimic my voice to the letter. I I don't know how. I just assume we all sound similar over the phone, perhaps, or maybe he spied on me. He said, I'm going to mimic this person's voice. Isn't a lot of effort to follow a gentleman around just to mimic his voice a treat, to cheat off his grandfather? Shush, 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 shush. I'm going to mimic this boy's voice. Back away. Anyway, so my grandfather answers, and this gentleman says, Well, hello, grandfather. This is Jack. Jack, your grandson. Jack, my grandson. Good to hear from you. Wonderful to hear from you. Whatever can I do for you, my grandson, whom I adore? yes, my grandfather doesn't know that I am insane, so the poor gentleman, let's leave him with his fantasy that I am a stable human being. And so this scammer, in my voice, tells an elaborate and delightful little tale. He says, Grandfather, I am in a bit of trouble myself. Um, I am in Las Vegas of all places. I went there for a delightful and just adventurous gambling trip. That is where he made his first mistake, and we will clarify why in just a little bit. And he says, But on my trip there, during my time, I got into a cab. And in this cab was drugs. Oh my goodness, the drugs that were in this cab, grandfather. The absolute drugs and narcotics and substances of... Illegal persuasion, shall we say, and I have been arrested. I I need your help, Grandfather. You, I trust you, Grandfather, so much that I need you to wire me a handsome sum in order to pay my legal fees, in order to get some bail and get me some help. Well, my Grandfather a very friendly person, which has always confused me because I am very unfriendly. I must have gotten my unfriendliness from somewhere else because let me tell you, my grandfather, friendly. He, He knows the names and faces of every single grocery store clerk. He's just that friendly. Moving on. He says, Okay, Jack, let me tell you everything wrong with the story you just told. First of all, I know my grandson, Jack, and while you've able to mimic his voice quite well, I know he hates spending money. Absolutely, he hates spending money. He would never go to Vegas because my grandson, he doesn't gamble. He doesn't put a quarter into a machine unless he knows he's getting a soda. And my grandson doesn't even like soda that much. So that's where you made your first mistake. My grandson would never go to Vegas for a gambling trip. Second of all, we are a proud family. And he knows full well that if he was ever stupid enough to be caught with any sort of narcotics, whether it was directly or indirectly his own doing, our family gets out of our own struggles. So, you are not my grandson. My grandson would never gamble. My grandson would never go to Vegas to gamble, of all places. And he would never call me, his grandfather, who he respects greatly, to beg for bail money. So, I'm not actually sure what my grandfather said to end the conversation, but if I were there, I'd probably say something along the lines of, Go forth, and fornicate with yourself. For those of you who are not fans of old world literature and speakage, it just basically means yourself, go forth and yourself right in the Why'd you beep that? Why can't I say Okay, fine. I won't say I'm going to say it eventually. So that was perhaps one of the most delightful stories I've ever heard. Someone tried to scam my grandfather out of his hard-earned money pretending to be me. That's just, that's just delightful. That's just, that's just absolutely delightful. Not the scammer. The scammer is a piece of absolute filth. Why are scammers such a thing? Who, what kind of a disgusting person do you have to be to wake up one day and say, I'm going to call an older individual who is on a fixed income most likely, who has worked their entire lives in order to get to the point where they are at, where they can live at least semi-comfortably and pay the bills and take care of their medical needs. And I'm going to steal from them. Not only are we lucky that my grandfather didn't fall for this, but we should just be thank our lucky stars that even if he had fall for this, it was just mere money. Just mere money this person wanted wire to. But people are out there trying to steal far more personal things these days. They're going after your full bank account number so that they can just take everything from you. They're even going after your social security number, so that they can open accounts in your name, so that one day you Pull out the old phone, and you say, "Let us check the old credit score. Last time I checked, it was respectable, seven twenty, an absolute respectable seven twenty. Why is it two hundred? Don't I get just one fifty for being alive? Why is now two hundred? What do you mean I owe ten thousand dollars to Hot Tub Sauna Incorporated? I can't get into a hot tub." I re-burn in the sun. If I get into a hot tub, I will be a lobster. A dead one. As in non-living. Which I know some of you will support, but moving on with my life. Thankfully, there are things that we can all do to prevent this. Be aware, the IRS is never going to call you up and say, you owe this much money. Please give us your entire social security number. Um sure thing it is 111 1111 1111 1111 111 uh sir that is uh, far far too many numbers <laughs> i'm not done yet 1111 111111111 sir i can't help but think you're tricking me no sherlock and it, and if you ever get a chance to have a scammer on the phone i gravely encourage you to play this game with them i can't tell you the many joyous memories I have where they would call me and say some along the lines of, oh, we noticed this grave indiscretion of your uh, bank account. Could you please read us your full bank account number? Uh, w- well, sir, if, if you are indeed who you say you are, you should have my bank account number. Oh, yes, but we need you to verify it. I just don't have my bank account number on me. To tell you what, tell you what. What if I were to, if you give me your email address, I could email you a copy of my birth certificate. Ooh, <laughs> this idiot's gonna send us his birth certificate. I mean, yes sir, yes sir. That would be just wonderful. That would be just wonderful. It's coming. Here comes the email. Uh, this this is a picture of his. <inaudible> Why am I looking at a picture of a grown man's? <inaudible>? And it, this is just disturbing. Why is? Sir, why did you send us a picture of your... Because that's what you are. You are a prick. That is what you are, scammers. You are disgusting, loathsome pricks. And someday, I hope that we all find whatever strange building you're hiding in. And we have a wonderful sit-down. But, let us move on. God, that felt good. I hate scammers. We all hate scammers, I know, but I just in particular hate scammers. I have known people who have suffered at the hands of scammers, and I pray someday we find those people and ruin them in every imaginable way. But let us move on to the final slice of wheat bread of this delicious rant sandwich. This one is a little more current, shall we say, with holidays such as Thanksgiving just passed and other holidays coming up such as Christmas and New Year's. How many of you out there work these holidays? I, I worked those pretty much my entire life. And there are some benefits, such as if your business is a good one, it gives you holiday pay. Again, if they are a good one. But the customers that come in The guests, the pay individuals, whatever you want to call them, they have a nasty habit. And I don't mean the nasty habit of coming in droves because there's so few things open on these days that they just rush in saying, I need, I need, I need. You don't need, you want. I need, you don't need. You just don't want to interact with your family members, so you're coming here to ignore them. That's what you're doing, especially at the cinema. They say, Well, it's our tradition to spend time together. Does it really count if each of you sits in a different section of the theater and don't say a word to each other before or even after the film? It totally counts, quiet you. Anyway, they have another nasty habit of saying the age old, I'm so sorry you have to work today, this day of Christmas or Thanksgiving. Giving or New Year's. I'm so sorry that you can't be at home with my with your family. Sorry. I'm so sorry you can't be with your family. I am here because of you. Okay. I don't know how they don't understand this. Companies are open on those days because they know nothing else is open. So they say to themselves, if we are open, they will come here and they will give us money. I know some of you were taught growing up that love makes the world go round. It's money. It is not love. It is not the joy that you get from hearing a child's laughter. It is not the warm feeling you get from watching a kitten and a puppy trying to fit into the same slipper. It's money. It's what drives this world. So, here's a fun little thought. If none of you... Came in on these days, the business would not make money on these days, and there'd be a greater chance of them not being open on these days. My God, did I just solve the ever unknown riddle? No, it's common sense, which will be a rant for another day. Why do we even still call it common sense? Common sense implies with the word common that it is a common thing, but Sense, let's just call it sense, is no longer common. But that is a rant for another day. A rant for another day, ladies and gentlemen. The point that I'm trying to make is that, while I myself would always beg and somewhat pester my employer to work those days since we were open so I could get that delicious holiday pay because I worked for a halfway decent company. I say halfway decent because I had many issues in that company, but that's neither here nor there. But this halfway decent company would give you holiday pay, or some sort of incentive pay, to work these days. Which, I'm a greedy individual, so I loved that. In fact, I loved it so much that I would even try to work doubles on these holidays, which my boss would, um, I'd like to say politely refuse, but she would throw a stapler at me. She'll say she threw a staple, but it was a stapler. Still have nightmares flying staplers. Staplers were not meant to fly, they hurt emotionally and physically, mainly physically, a lot emotionally. Anyway, I would beg to work these days because I wanted that money. But if each and every one of you simply said to yourselves the same thing that I do now that I'm employed at a place that is closed on these holidays, and that is if I'm not being forced to work on a holiday so that I can enjoy the holidays. I am, in fact, not going to go into a business and promote the idea that they should still be open so they can keep making money. It makes sense, doesn't it? I know, I know, my family in particular can be interesting. I know that the idea of spending an entire day with them hurts inside. But you must push through that or just do what I do. Lock the doors, turn off the lights, and turn on a marathon. Yes, that's what I do. The family will call, and they will beg, and they will say, uh, Jack, don't you want to come visit us? I would <clears throat> love to, but <clears throat> um, I have developed Larenbenfleitemersophasis. You've developed what? Don't make me repeat it. It's made up. I'm just not coming. Thank you. So, In conclusion, do not ever say, I'm so sorry you have to work this day because you are the cause of it. That's like saying, I am so sorry your ribs are collapsing while you stomp on their ribs. It just doesn't make sense. You could, in fact, avoid having to apologize entirely by just not doing the action of stomping on their ribs. It's just that easy. (sighs) But moving on with my life. All right. We have come to the end of our segment. I hope you have enjoyed yourselves. I know I enjoyed myself. I I feel great, clearing. And not just the same kind of great clearing I get when I drink dairy. Ask my family. I drank a whole gallon of chocolate milk once and they still they they still refuse to get into a car with me. I had fun. No, I mean a great clearing, as I said previous. You must vent every once in a while your inner thoughts, or else you'll end up with mold on your heart. Not mine. Mine's a black hole. I don't think black holes get mold. But that's a story for another day. Thank you for listening, whatever the reason may be. I hope that you'll tune in next time for another delicious Rent sandwich, courtesy of Jack. For those of you who have not gathered as of yet, Jack is, of course, short for a delightful word known as Jack. Thank you, and good night.